We bow our knees unto you, Father of glory in all eternity, acknowledging your presence. For you said that where two or three are gathered in my name, I am in their midst. We acknowledge that you are in our midst even tonight to bless us, to strengthen us, to answer our prayers. And oh God, to build us up by your word. Yes, to build faith even in our spirit. That oh God, we may continue to develop and progress deeper in the things of the spirit of God. We thank you, Father. For the precious Holy Spirit of God whom you have given us to guide us, to help us, and fulfill the ministry of the Lord Jesus Christ in our lives. Oh, even this evening, we ask that your presence overshadow us wherever we are connected from, that your spirit, O oh God, envelopes us. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, to enrapture us in your presence and to have our consciousness engulfed in you. <clears throat> oh, dear Father, we love you. Oh, let the truth of the living word break the bondage of lies in our lives and bring our Father complete transformation as we behold the word of the Lord. And let the ministry of the word of God have its due cause in our lives. Yes, even as the Apostle Paul said that though we walk in the flesh, we do not wrestle according to the flesh, for the weapons of our warfare are not carnal. They are not earthy, but they are mighty through God, even for the pulling down of every stronghold, of reasonings and arguments and everything that exalts itself above what we know in Christ Jesus. And yes, O oh God, we bring every thought even into captivity to the obedience of Jesus Christ our Lord. And all the Spirit of God allows His Word to dwell richly within us in all wisdom and spiritual understanding. And we are filled with the knowledge of Your will. Yes, Father, and we understand clearly what the Lord requires from us what the Lord God asks of our lives and we fulfill it accordingly. Not by might of course, not by human strength, but by the power of the Spirit of God. And how blessed it is for the brethren to dwell together in unity. For it is like the oil that runs down the beard of Aaron right into his garments and there the Lord commands the blessing and even tonight let the blessing of God rest upon the people of God let the blessing of God rest upon us Librando zakata prune, kelamante zuprananda tvanai kombre deskalostai, kembro do zakata drendus ket meterevrindus kaladam, 
Rabadila kan shala zoprodokop da kashanda kabratus kalabranzev naika lebreduza la shanze koko mata keila para deve kenoko dabrediko zada bradili varadoko para kile baradabasutu para kante venta krenosta lebrande ingrodotna atra nene vench kalabrando zeglite zele shando remeketando rebetele kato kuvrahata lisenda Limando zakrat edvala san shaparatula keronko saranam de hela fapmurangestala bradopsa hanta kapradus kalabrade bekonga irando zanafre lemento zakranen vene komperinistaina kalazantra venene komparanen mevens kelaju pradanna i kombara sante kavrench kalabra di monkombrenete skalabra dige radus kada brande vens kalibra da mons kada gabrancha libratus kada kalibrandosa invigorate your people with might in the inner man by the precious spirit of god oh that christ may dwell in their hearts richly by faith amdo shaka brando zege de bruna that we being rooted and grounded may be able to comprehend with all the saints what are the dimensions of the love of god and be filled with the fullness of the lord and yes oh my father gomp arenos adaya flood our understanding our dianoia with light in the name of jesus christ that we may know what is the hope of your calling and what you stand to inherit in what oh god you have deposited in us and to know the exceeding greatness of his mighty power toward us who believe according my father to the power of god which was wrought when you raised christ from the dead and seated him above the heavens most amaye and made him head even over the church and given him a name greater than every other name and father let us oh god come into the knowledge into the understanding of these realities that our lives may bear consistency with your word with what oh god you have desired what you've prepared for us mando komprananske monto kobra kapda kizanda and we perceive those things not through the sight of our eyes not through our physical ears but through my father the spirit of god for the spirit of god searches all things even the deep things of god and father we thank you that the spirit of god is letting us in into these mysteries mando god for the esoteric those who have been initiated in the blood of jesus those initiated my god baptized into christ and we are those my lord mand akura batabda sando remember hekaluska branch kalabradige and may the power of God work on our minds. May the power of God activate higher consciousness, activate Christ consciousness. For the scripture said, If ye then be risen with Christ, seek those things which are above, where Christ is seated at the right hand of majesty. 
Father, by the paliton de brediga, by the power of the Holy Spirit, bring us into higher consciousness, into higher awareness of the word, higher awareness of kingdom realities. Monta capranicon sana manje prediga bonda, le prenusca la vranchan sacta brando, carom de skede bandi naiga, ganonono confane, ganonono confana, ganaba dube vina mansk et bine vina, zada baku ned mehend fanantre nek no cum de bebehantea, cashando remem de hila crans calibrediga, gondos can benene clanch calivron zele May your spirit breathe upon our souls and activate Christ consciousness. Mandula manta, rakomba nika noska lebrangele klepta aragom desked ilamanda. For to be sick now, for to be spiritually minded is life and peace. Mandora manje, mazada brande. If carnal mindset makes man an enemy of God, a spiritual mindset makes him a friend of God. Mandora dasanda keep the ashanda. Leparokto mande clevere shanzele pratne mukanda. Gelebran udure, sanda mabratu confrenestande mebdakuna bran shanda, rakabando zekremika dai, precious holy ghost, make a heart tender, make a heart tender, tender toward the Lord, minakan shanda bratuta pente clevere shanzo pronocum de kela, dorom de staleman shaktura beblehenska, zabradula kin shalikonch kelebrata manske, kupranda skale prenuno klofrenan. Gaprenuto scandele brans gelefrando sectera combredide. Enduvrenana gan menotondo dvanai canusta dabrahandustene. Ven menestak no comprehendi. Galubredili van scatura. Balitus kibrahanda. Manta pradabda cloronja. Manta scapratusa. Manta palupte hecapranda. Mostapala. Manta pratuca pranda palicapantosca. Liparo comtesca naina. Vanante calombre di la pandos calida. Gondoska bale, rectos cantam pranando zalicantrum scalivrenda, con banana con garabadiala cumbre stanaila, gorom de siele carom de stanana rombehesta, capriatus tunden venangran zocto prananda, reco panana, zebre de geprecatusanda bradabando sapranda, gabradusa cataplacirigom de celebrande clepredula santa, racom paradis calebranjanza. Pranukatande, Rakopatatikaliki Barabo Satanda, Ibande la Capradusa. Oh, we thank you, Father. We bless you, dear Lord. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ of Nazareth, we pray. Amen. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Good evening. Uh, praise the Lord. Let's uh, commence. I believe and I trust that you all had a wonderful day. Uh, please switch on your videos, please. Um, I shouldn't. I shouldn't. 
I shouldn't be asking you this. It's something you should know by now. Um, uh, turn to Luke chapter chapter 4, please. I mean chapter 24. Luke chapter 24. These are the events following the resurrection of Jesus Christ. And the Lord was... communicating one of his final messages to the apostles. And he said several things to them after he was raised from the dead, but there was one message that was instructive that they required to follow through and he said in chapter 24 verse 49 behold I send the promise of my father upon you but tarry in the city of jerusalem until you are endued with power from on high let's um let's take on classic amplified and behold i will send forth upon you what my father has promised but remain in the city of jerusalem until you are clothed with power uh, let me take it in the true living translation and now I will send the Holy Spirit upon you just as my father promised. Stay here in the city until the Holy Spirit comes and fills you with power. Now, these iterations of the same verse basically says the same thing, but I love what classic amplified said he said and behold i will send upon you what my father has promised but remain so jesus was re-emphasizing the promise that was promised all those who were following jesus and 
he says, he's assuring them, he's reassuring them that I'm going to send the promise. I'm going to send the promise. But wait here. Remain here until it happens, until it comes to pass. Until you receive the sign of the promise. Now, it looks like there was a contingency or requirement that these group of disciples whom were promised something by God had to to do. They had to wait. They had to remain in the city until this thing that was promised was fulfilled. So they had to wait. They had to tarry. Two things that are interesting there. Number one, Jesus does not specify when this promise will be fulfilled. All he says to them is that the promise will be fulfilled. But he does not specify when this promise will be fulfilled. All he says to them is wait. He doesn't tell them any other thing. He doesn't say wait and pray as he does in other instances when he says watch and pray. He doesn't say wait and fast. He just says wait. Until it happens. Now, this seems very abstract, right? It's an instruction that seems very abstract. But there's a spiritual law at play here that Jesus is kind of leading them into. There's the expectation of a promise the expectation of a fulfillment. But Jesus says to them, wait. He's telling them, the promise I, will, I, I am sending, I send. He says, behold, I send. I send. This is present tense, right? I send. He, he doesn't say, I am going to send. He said, I send the promise of the Father. But wait. until you are clothed with power. Now, there's something here that I would like you to draw from. 
it's the fact that God's promises are as sure as who he is. When God promises something, he has already intended to accomplish it. He's already intended to do it. His promises on his part are binding to his character and integrity. Yet, in all that, the expectation from us of the fulfillment of those promises comes with conditions. And the condition in this case was to wait. Not gallivant, not move around, wait. Not try and do something, but wait. Well, if you read John, you realize that not everybody waited. I think let's read it. Let's let's read it. John It's hard to wait when you are anxious of a promise you need. But it is necessary because waiting saves you from the harm and disappointment of hastiness. So, let's look at something uh, from John chapter um, 20, John chapter 21. Verse number. Let's read chapter twenty one, verse one. Verse one it says, After these things, Jesus showed himself again to the disciples at the Sea of Tiberias. And in this way, he showed himself. Right. So he's explaining the events leading to that appearance. Simon, Peter, Thomas called the twin Nathaniel of Cana in Galilee, the sons of Zebedee, and the two others of his disciples were together. And Simon said to them, I'm going fishing. <laughs> and Simon said to them, 
I'm going fishing. And they said to him, We are going with you also. And they went out. Immediately they got into the boat. And that night they caught nothing. That night they caught nothing. Why didn't they catch anything? Because they were told to wait. When we move out of the condition or the instruction for the promise, we invalidate every work or every operation we do outside that instruction. So they invalidated what they were told. Therefore, whatever they did did not work. And these people were fishermen. And that night, they caught nothing. They caught nothing. Because they were told to do what? To wait. So, it is evident that the process of waiting is essential for the promise to be fulfilled. Now you ask, what then must happen while I wait? You would need to discern. You need to discern what you need to do in the process of waiting that will keep you waiting. Let's turn to the book of Acts chapter 1. Acts chapter 1 verse 14. Now, this is after Jesus had left, right? Jesus had ascended. They had, saw, they had seen him uh, being carried out into heaven. And the angel spoke to him, saying, Men of Galilee, why do you stand gazing into heaven? This same Jesus who was taken, you know, uh, up from you into heaven will come back in the same way. And then in verse 12, he says, Then they returned to Jerusalem from the Mount of Olive, which is near Jerusalem, a Sabbath journey. This is this is amazing because now they were that they were fully bodied, they were convicted, they were convinced. Especially after seeing, after seeing Jesus lift off the ground like Superman, who wouldn't be convinced? <laughs> who wouldn't be convinced 
I, I know I, I know I'd be the first one to run into Jerusalem after I see that man levitate into heaven and disappear from my sight. Oh my Lord, what a scene. What a scene. He 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 is the true superman. Which which man, which man, true story, not fiction, have you ever heard was taken off the earth? No spacesuit, no ship, no flam. You are taken. Jesus. Ah, we love you, Lord. Anyways, so they returned to Jerusalem. Now Jesus said, wait. Remember? Jesus said, wait. You know, I feel the anointing of God's spirit. And when they had entered, when they had entered, they went up into the upper room where they were staying. Peter, James, John, and Andrew, and Philip, and Thomas, and Bartholomew, and so forth, right? Listen to verse 14. These all continued with one accord in prayer and supplication with the women and Mary, the mother of Jesus, and with his brothers. Now, here's what's interesting. Here's what's, here's what's interesting. What's interesting is Jesus never told them to pray. Jesus never said to them to supplicate. These continued with one accord. Now, from the time, from the time Jesus told them to wait to the time that the, the, the Spirit of God fell was a period of about 10 days. Right? Jesus, after his resurrection, manifested himself for 40 days to, to them. And on the 40th day, he left. And between that period and the day of Pentecost, now what, 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 uh, what assures us that it was 10 days was because of the day of Pentecost, right? Which was a Jewish celebration of the summer harvest where the latter rain would fall. So they were celebrating. It was a celebration of the, the second rain which brought in the summer harvest, right? The early, the early rain brought forth the first fruits of the season. The latter rain, which was celebrated 50 days after that season, around September, was the day of Pentecost. So we, we know based on the events, the historical events, that Jesus Jesus left the earth in the months of between September and October. And that means that the angel said, 
He will return in like manner. That means he will return in the season similar. Because if you read, if you read James chapter 5, the Bible says like, as a husbandman waiteth for the early and the latter rain. He says, even you so in patience, waiting for the second coming of the Lord. And we know that the Lord will come in the same season of the latter rain in which he left and which is between September and October. So we, 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 we may not know when exactly as per the date, but we know that it would be between the days of September and October based on what took place on the day of Pentecost. So it was a prophetic signaling. So Jesus tells these disciples to wait and they go into an upper room and they do something. They don't sit and chat. They don't sit and pass time, play games. There's a promise to be fulfilled. What they begin doing naturally is strange, but spiritually it's it's, it's very indicative of the fact that they were sensitive to the Spirit of God. They begin praying for 10 days. So Jesus leaves and they go immediately into Jerusalem and then they begin praying for 10 days. Now, they don't know. Remember, they don't know when exactly this promise will be fulfilled. They don't know exactly. Jesus just said, wait. And that's why the word uses the word all continued. They did not pray, begin praying and stop. They continued in prayers. Now, this is where many of us invalidate and disqualify ourselves from inheriting God's promises is that while we are expecting what God says, we do not continue in waiting. We do not continue. And based on the, uh, 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 on the circumstance or the, the, the reason for why they were praying, we do not continue in prayer. Because based on what we just read now, the waiting did not come from Jesus' instruction. I mean, I mean, the prayer did not come from Jesus' instruction, but it came from the Holy Spirit. Because remember, we cannot begin to engage spiritual activity without the beckoning of the Holy Ghost. So the spirit must have led them into continued prayer. So Jesus tells them to wait. The spirit leads them to pray. The promises of the father. See how, how the tripartite 
Godhead is involved in the fulfillment. So Jesus deals with the word. He tells them the promise of the father. The father, the father is the one who made the promise. Jesus relays it. The spirit leads us into its execution. Leads us into its fulfillment by giving us divine stratagems by which to attain or inherit that which was promised of the father. So they could not begin continuing in prayers if the Spirit of God was not involved. And they did so with one accord. Why? Because they had the consciousness of the promise that had to be fulfilled that Jesus spoke of. They did not know when it was. They, that's why Jesus said, watch and pray, for you do not know when your Lord cometh. Right? So you should pray indefinitely you should pray without ceasing until your lord comes so they were waiting in prayer until the spirit came so they continued one accord in prayer and supplication hallelujah with the woman let's read chapter 2 verse 1 When the day of Pentecost had fully come, they were all with one accord in one place. What were they doing? They were praying. Remember, the promise of the Father was the Holy Spirit. The promise of the Father was the Holy Spirit. And God says to them, Jesus says to them, wait. But it is the Holy Spirit who leads them into this fulfillment. By doing what? By leading them into prayers. And not just one-time prayers, but continued prayers. And, and the scripture says, when the day of Pentecost had, had fully come. Why, why does the scripture see it fit to, to mention the fullness of the time, of the timing of Pentecost? And what time was this? When the day of Pentecost had fully come, that means... Exactly 10 days later, during the first watch of the day, which was between 6 a.m. and 9 a.m., the Holy Ghost came. It was not at night. It was in the morning. 
the Holy Ghost came. And, and listen to this. And suddenly, Kathrakidro. You see, the reason why Jesus never told them the timing was because it was meant to be a sudden moment. So we never really know when what God promised us is going to come to pass. We never really know the exact date we end until unless God reveals it to us. But we have a responsibility to achieve the the what? The 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 condition upon which that particular promise will be fulfilled. So God says, "Wait." And the Holy Ghost says, "Your waiting is prayer." And they begin praying. They begin praying. They begin praying with one accord continually. They begin praying. They begin what are they praying for? They are not praying for the promise to be fulfilled. They are waiting. <laughs> they are waiting because Jesus already told them, I I send the promise. So you don't need to tell me what to do. I I I am I am cognizant of what to do. What what I told you to do is wait. So the problem with many of us is that we 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 keep trying to treat God like he forgot about what he said instead of us doing what we were told to do and that is to wait. So when we fail in waiting because the prayers ends up becoming a a a complaint a lawsuit against God. Yeah, look at me. I'm praying 5 hours, I'm praying 2 hours. Look at me, but there's nothing happening in my life. Look at me. What what am I supposed to do? I'm busy begging you. I'm busy crying out loud and you are the one that promised and now I must come beg you about what you promised me. What is the use of all this thing, God? And God said, "I never told you to beg me. I know. I'm well aware of what I need to do. You ain't doing what you need to do." So you can not expect fulfillment when the conditions of the promise are not fully met. So they were praying and supplicating not to remind God but to do what? To obey the instruction of waiting. So their prayer probably went like, "Oh Lord God, we bless you, we honor you for our Lord Jesus Christ who never fails. He died, he was buried, and he was rose again, and we saw him ascend into glory. He told us he's sending the promise of the Father, and he told us that we must wait here. So we are waiting. We are waiting for oh God, we will be endued with power. We give you praise for this is what the Lord has decided to fulfill upon our lives and we accept and receive it we wait we wait our god oh we bless you we honor you we glorify you dear father why because he is faithful who promised So we are trying to treat God like he's not faithful. We are trying to treat him like he's faithless. He's not a faithless God. He would not promise you what he has promised if he did not have the ability or the power to produce and manifest it in your life. 
So the fact that he promised it means that he is good for it. You understand that? He is faithful. He is good for that which he has promised. So you ask, what do I do, Pastor, from the time I am promised to the time it is fulfilled? You wait. You wait. You wait. Years ago, I was in prayer. And the Lord spoke to me. He said, son, if you will be faithful, to what I've called you to do. He says, I will give you the largest church in Southern Africa. That's what God said to me. That was probably about eight or nine years ago. That's what God said. It's not my business To build the largest church is not mine. I do not build the church. Jesus builds the church. But he made a promise. Now, what then do I do from the time the promise went out to the time it is fulfilled? You wait. <laughs> I don't know when that will happen. Will it ever happen? If I be faithful to God and do what he called me for, it will happen. Do I know when? I don't need to know. Because I didn't decide it. So during that time, all I can do is what God tells me. That, that's all I can do. If God said, Pastor, a church with 50 people, with 100 people, that's all I can do. Now I can decide, yeah, no, you said the largest church in Southern Africa, so I'm going to work myself until I get the largest church in Africa. What I'll be doing is that I'll be doing what Peter, what Peter did. I'm going fishing. Lord never told me to go fishing. <laughs> Lord never told me. All Lord said, sit here, do this until the next instruction comes. So from now until the next instruction come, I have no other business worrying myself about any other thing. And, and until the next instruction comes, it, it can be 10 years. It can be 20 years. And during that time, life is going. Life is waiting for no man. So what? Question is, question is, question I would need to ask myself, is the fulfillment or is me trying to get ahead of myself and God worth jeopardizing and invalidating the inheritance of that promise? And the answer is no. 
The answer is no, because God is not obliged to tell me and you when he's going to do what he said he's going to do. All that is required from us is that we believe that the one who speaks is God. He's not a man, he's God. So because he spoke, he, there's enough integrity, character, power in those words to ensure that what he said or he intended to do will come to pass. And what do we do during that time of promise and fulfillment? We wait. And what did the Holy Ghost tell them to do or guide them to do while they waited, they prayed and supplicated. So it shows that prayer in the spirit is likened unto waiting for the promise. So you can enter into seasons after God has promised you of prayer, not for the promise to come to pass, but for your spirit and your soul to wait. Wait, oh my soul, wait on the Lord. He said unto you, be still and know that I am God. He said in Isaiah, he says, do you not know that even the youth shall faint, but he gives strength to the weary and they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They that wait upon the Lord, the word there is kavah. It, it brings about the idea of bonding with the Lord, of being intertwined with the Lord. And what I know is that prayer can bring us to a dimension where we are synced in spirit with God, where our spirit and his spirit are in harmony with one another, where every step we, we take and every move we make is in sync with the Holy Ghost, not because we are wiser than God, but because we are in union with Him. Know ye not that He that is joined unto the Lord is one spirit with Him. And that is what prayer does. It sinks your spirit, soul, and body and harmonizes it under the will of God. Those that wait upon the Lord will renew their strength. During that moment of waiting, there is a process of, of transference and exchange where your strength is substituted for the Lord's strength, where what you know is substituted for what God knows, where the strength and the power you have is substituted for the strength and the power God has. In those moments of waiting, what happens is what happened in the day of Pentecost. They were waiting for the promise of the Father. Remember, the promise of the Father could not be given could not be sent until Jesus was seated on the throne. And remember again, the promise of the Father was the Holy Ghost. And the Holy Ghost was the Spirit without measure in Jesus Christ. So Jesus couldn't give them the Holy Ghost while he was still here. He needed to go into the heavens of heavens and be glorified and sit at the right hand of the Father. And there, what was in Jesus, in the same way when you read Numbers chapter 11, when God God called Moses and he said, call the elders and bring them before me. And it shall be that while I talk to you, I will take of your spirit and I will put it upon them. And this is the same thing that happened. Jesus went up into the courts of heaven and he was glorified and he was enthroned. And what began to happen was marvelous. God began to take of the spirit that is of Jesus. Remember the Bible tells us that out of his fullness have we received 
That means that God took of the spirit. The Bible calls him the spirit without measure. For he whom God has sent speaketh the word of God and God does not give him the spirit by measure. So the spirit of God was taken out of Jesus. That's what it means. There's an exchange. Those who wait. Who was the spirit of God going to? Who was he going to inhabit? It was none other than those Jesus told the mystery. Wait, tarry in Jerusalem. There were others whom Jesus met and they told him we need to take care of our farms. There were others that Jesus met. They told him we need to take care of our businesses. There were others that Jesus told to wait. And they said, no, my family needs me right now. But to those whom waited, the Bible tells us that he appeared to 500, but only 120 received the promise. Why? Because the 500 were busy. The 120 were waiting. This is the mystery, my brothers and my sister, of exchange where what God has is transferred to you is when we begin to learn to wait on the Lord. Remember, he says that they wait, they renew, they exchange their strength for the Lord's strength. That means that when Jesus sat there God in the same way that he sent the spirit remember the Bible tells us that when Jesus was baptized the heavens opened and the spirit of God descended like a dove in the form in my God of a body and he rested upon Jesus in the same way when Jesus entered into the heavens God the Bible says to us said to the Holy Ghost I now send you upon them in the name of Jesus. So Jesus took of his spirit and he gave it to us. That's why the Bible tells us we are of Christ. If the spirit of Christ dwells in us and it is sure it is the spirit of Christ that dwells in us because the Bible says if the spirit of him who raised Christ from the dead dwelleth in you. He said he will by that self same spirit bring to life your mortal bodies. This is the reality my brother and my sister and you can only come into it when you wait. The promise is unseen. It is the Holy Ghost. The power is unseen. It comes with the Holy Ghost but in order for you to have both the Holy Ghost and the spirit and the power you must wait and when Jesus is is enthroned. The father says you are glorified. Remember in John the chapter 7 the Bible tells us that he cried aloud with a loud voice and he says he that thirst let him come drink from me not from God but from me and this he spoke of the Holy Ghost my God that those who believe will receive for he was not yet glorified but now that he was glorified the key was in waiting the key was in tearing the key was in prayer and not just prayer continued prayer sustained prayer prayer when you're tired prayer when you feel down prayer when you are cast down prayer when you feel sick prayer when you are depressed prayer when you are confused continued prayer prayer irrespective of what you are going through. Prayer of irrespective of what is happening. Is the promise coming? You don't know the date. But between then and now, you must pray. And they continued with one accord. And while they waited, the Bible says, when the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were all gathered together with one accord. They were probably praying. And the Spirit of God, the Bible says, suddenly they heard a sound 
ground. What had happened? What had happened was that now the spirit in Jesus was now sent to those in the upper room. They were the first fruits of those who would inherit the promise. For the promise is both unto you and unto your children. And these were the first fruits that signaled that Jesus was glorified and they were ready to be witnesses. And suddenly, 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 you see that is the mystery of waiting is that you may not know the time but suddenly in the midst of prayer suddenly the Holy Ghost comes and the Bible says and suddenly they heard a sound like a rushing of a mighty wind and it filled the whole house in which they were sitting and the Bible tells us they began to speak in tongues what happened was the Holy Ghost continued where they left off they were praying but the Holy Ghost took over their prayer this is what happens my brother and my sister when you begin waiting for the promise the promise will not only follow you but it will overtake you is it not what he said he said these blessings shall overtake you the Holy Ghost came and he overtook their prayer session because they were continuing in prayer. The promise invaded their prayer space. If you want the promises of God in your life, my brother, my sister, you need to learn how to pray. You need to learn how to sustain prayer. You need to learn how to continue in prayer. Only then will you experience invasions of promises, invasions of blessings, invasions of of graces, invasions of anointings. If you want anointing in your life, you need to learn how to sustain prayer with one accord. They prayed, they prayed, they prayed, and did not knock on. And not only did the Spirit of God fill the house, but He filled them. He filled them. He filled them. And they were endued with what Jesus said. And suddenly, they were witnesses of the promise of of Jesus Christ and this lets us know that the only place where the promise will find us is in prayer ha! the only place where the promise will find us is in prayer yes yes is in prayer is in prayer the promise must find you in prayer if if you are not in prayer you may risk not having the promise you may risk not seeing the promise you may risk not inheriting the promise because the promise will find you praying my brothers and my sisters there's a time and a place for all things and the time to inherit the promises of God is in waiting, is in waiting on the Lord. And he says they will renew their strength. They will mount up with wings like eagles. They will run and not be weary. They will walk and not faint. Notice the three dimensions. After you receive the promise, he says you will fly. My brother and my sister, while your friends are trying to run, while your brothers and your colleagues are running ahead of you, while they seem to be flying ahead of you, while they seem to be making strides ahead of you, oh, be patient in the Lord. 
Remain in the cocoons of prayer. Be patient because there will come a time when the spirit comes. You will not run first. You will not walk first. My God, you will fly. You will fly. What would have taken 10 steps will now take one stride. What would have taken a hundred strides will now take one stride. That is the power of waiting. It does not seem so when everyone around you seems to be advancing and your life because you are waiting on the Lord seems to be regressing. I know I'm talking to someone right now. It does not seem like it when everyone seems to be enjoying their blessings and every night you go into the prayer chambers with tears and you cry. You cry on the name of the Lord and it seems like nobody's listening. It seems like the heavens are shut but I am telling you the Holy Ghost is working. The Holy Ghost is leading you. There is no prayer prayed outside the will of God. There is no prayer prayed my God. There is a wasted time. There will come a time during that prayer moment where a kick will take place. My God like my Lord the joy when a mother goes into labor and gives birth. There will come a time during that moment in prayer when all of a sudden it seems like everything breaks loose. It seems like there's a breaking out of the spirit banks and all of a sudden there's a flood. There's a flood of blessing and the wings of an eagle are there to carry you and those who are running ahead of you, you will look from above while you are passing them and say hello. Hello. You thought I was behind you but I was waiting. I was waiting for the Lord. I was waiting on the Lord. I was fixing myself. I was uniting myself to the Lord. My God, not every car that goes into the fueling station has the same tank. Some that go to the same fueling station are motorbikes. Some have big engines. Some are V8s. Some are three liters. Some are five liters. Don't be surprised, my brother and my sister, when a motorbike does not stay long at the fueling station. They don't carry the same tank as you do, my God. They don't have the same power. They don't need the same energy. They don't need the same fuel as you do. You may look at them and he said, look, they didn't stay far. They didn't stay long. They moved ahead of me. Yes, let me tell you something. That V8 may be your tank and the longer you stay, the more guaranteed of going further you have going further than the motorcycle some people think that they can go into the fueling station of the Holy Ghost and just come and go you need to wait sometimes you need to wait a few more hours a few more months a few more years a few more years than your friends a few more years than your peers but I tell you nothing is lost no time is lost in the presence of God. He's a restorer, my brother, my sister. He's a restorer and you can bank your life on him. 
There will come a time, there will come a day, and it is a suddenly moment. It is a suddenly moment where a wind will come into your room and your whole life will change. Suddenly what you've been waiting for for years, for years, what you've been waiting for and what seemed like an eternity will now be made up for, for one moment, one presence in the presence of the Holy Ghost. Yes. Yes, you need to master the patience, the patience to wait, to keep your soul in a monster, to keep your soul in patience as you wait on the Lord. <laughs> Woo! And suddenly, and suddenly, it's the promise, it's the waiting, and it's the suddenly, the promise the waiting and the suddenly. The suddenly. The Spirit of God is asking me to tell you, just wait a little bit longer. <laughs> just wait a little bit longer. Just deepen your roots. Just deepen your roots, deepen your cords. Deepen your cords, just wait a little longer. Wait a little longer. Wait a little longer. Wait a little longer. For those who call upon the name of the Lord shall not be put to shame. As long as you're calling on his name, you will not be put to shame. You will not be put to shame. Oh, lift up your hands and begin crying out to the Lord. Begin praying to the Spirit of God. When all looks dark, when all looks gloomy, when all looks bleak, oh, look to the heavens, look to the heavens. Man shala prakatola, man taprakatonda legebron salebranda kata. Look to the one who knows it all. Look to the one who sees it all. Hagar said, "You are the God who sees. He's the God who sees. He sees you in the desert. He sees you, ha man taprakidoska." Kamaragabando selia nankran salivrande le konda pratila kon shali pratis konde levradia zabradola kapratila van shalebrondo kosapelia ratus kapanda gratibonsa manta pratu koprande skede brondo salena vanima non skabrando sale barabahaya masapradia God knows how many times I thought of giving up but my God every time I went before his presence a new vigor of strength came and God said almighty men of valor fear not almighty men of valor be of courage almighty men of valor be strong my God I know Zabradoska Pranda I know what it feels like. Moshanda palikronskapaya to feel like you are failing. Manta pradabanda. But as long as you are waiting, you are not failing. Manshapaya. Failures are those who don't wait on the Lord. Are those who go on in their own strength. And my Bible tells me that by strength shall no man prevail. My God, I know the feeling, my brother. I know the feeling, my sister. When it feels like everybody 
has deserted you, when all hope is lost, my God, I know, but non scapai, those are the times of my greatest times in the presence of the Lord, times of greatest refreshing. Mando saprat nikalombre gida. I have learned to wait. I have learned to wait. I have learned to wait. When I was between a hard, my God, and a narrow place, I have learned to wait. And I know that it pays dividends. It pays waiting on the Lord. Man moshanda If it was not for the Lord who was on my side, I would have been a castaway. I know it. I know it. I know it. But I chose to wait. I chose to wait. I chose to wait. Manta Choose to wait on him. Choose to wait on him. My God, for he is faithful who he promised. Libronda Calebron Shalebron. And though the vision tarries, it shall not tarry. It shall come to pass. For it is for an appointed season, an appointed time. Don't be confused. Don't be deceived. Wait, and you'll not be deceived. Wait, my God, and the confusion will go away. Wait in the presence of the Holy Ghost. Sila bronde calivrando scali. Santa bracatando la scalevrando saig. Alleluia. And suddenly, suddenly. Oh, and suddenly, suddenly. And suddenly, suddenly. And suddenly, suddenly. A blue scale fracile bandi cleronske. A brega lutandet venela canumbre. Alubri di la calocumen as delitro do 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 gobre di gabasande brondo gobra gidele branda sanda brada casa bradila pracatoia monta bracada da galigi bronjan zagrada da glarus de la manch calibron de sacata le pratus cada galigi brondo zacelemandes cada bredule capradula scantole mende clevrosanda capradila samatai calabracile Ilano romde segele badai iba santa kapradan zakrata badea rabasuta kalebran janza brada kaptakasana manshai le paragadoya ale kusada bradila pai tenko sara bradie aleluya 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 Hallelujah. Pray Nakosai. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. 